This is episode 24 of the um, Golf Performance Group podcast, all Zoom edition this time. You've got your host here with the coolest nickname in golf for sure, LeBron Palmer. And I don't care who, who I'm pointing to next. Uh, JJ Wood. <laughs> the, with the least cool name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, at, and at the bottom we have? Taylor Cusack. And with I another cool least nickname. cool nickname. I've got to get cool y'all. Nickname. Listen, can, can we get y'all cool nicknames for the podcast, please? I mean. I, th- look, I think I'm going to throw it out on with. IG. Yeah, yeah, throw it out on send IG. Send out a poll. Yeah, after we hear, after people hear this, when we could put this clip of the beginning of our podcast up, and people are going to be like, damn, LeBron Palmer is a great nickname. And then they're going to hear J.J. Wood and Taylor Cusack and say, what is that? Yeah. I mean, we got to come up with something. <laughs> I mean, I've always been pretty lame, so I'm used to it. Taylor's a celebrity, so she needs something way better. Taylor, we oh need a, a better nickname. We need a better nickname. I, I mean, we, we both need one. You and JJ got to come up with something. What's going on? By next week, mm. we need a nickname. Uh, I, mean, I think we I can I make young, that happen. When I was young, they called me Jaybird. That's about as cool of a nickname as I've had. We are not calling you Jaybird. Woody, you can call me Woody. No. Toy Story, right? What are you no, thinking? No, definitely not. We, <laughs> I'm calling him Andy. Now, now, it. now it's Andy. Uh, my girlfriend calls me uh, Kevin. Cause she says We're not I doing that Kevin. either. That's your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are we, why are we calling you the same as your girlfriend? <laughs> you know Deborah and Kevin? I don't know. I think that's what the young people call you when you're uh, not cool anymore. Oh Is Kevin? So I apologize to Debra's and Kevin's out there. Yeah, my mom even used it. She must have got it from my little sister or something. Oh my gosh. Breon, can we edit this whole part out? I no, mean, this is on. definitely this gosh. is staying in. Um, no, Debra's or Kevin's are going to listen to. The no, De- yeah, Debra's and Kevin's are out. That's out of our demographic <laughs> at this point. Way to go, <laughs> JJ. Hey, they're dying off anyways. You know what? <laughs> you can edit that out. You can edit that. No, everything's staying in. <laughs> okay, let's get right to it. Um, we are recording early this week. Um, we've got some obligations, of course, but um, we also wanted to make sure we got a chance to wrap up the um, major championship out in Harding Park, the PGA championship. And from what I saw, I mean, no fans. It didn't hurt the event to me. Crowded leaderboard. You had Bolt DeChambeau there. You had out there. Brooks, you know, he f- flatlined on the, um, on the final Sunday. And then out of nowhere, Dustin Johnson, he played kind of timid, I felt like. Well, he and shot on the on Sunday at a major. That's pretty good. <laughs> but out of nowhere, we get, you know, the kid from California, Colin Morikawa, shoot the lowest yeah. ever on a Saturday, Sunday in major championship history, 129. No one has ever done that before. And Eagles 16 out of nowhere. So I just want to start with that on 16. Was, that was amazing. Yeah, well, how, how do you even have the, 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 the ability to hit that shot like that with that amount of pressure? He, he, said, he said it fit his eye perfectly, and he saw the shot, he made the shot happen, and putted for eagle. I mean, it was, it was pretty fun. You almost had, like, goosebumps watching it. Because, um, I mean, just kind of listening to him talk about, I, I know this shot, I have it, I'm going to do it, and he accomplished it. So, so no, yeah, I, I know you're going to ask me for my tip at the end, but this is kind of my tip I was going to go with. Go ahead. <laughs> is, uh, so on social media, a lot of my coaching peers were congratulating his coach. So I clicked on his coach's profile, noticed he's a business and sports performance coach, not a golf instructor. So 
like what you said, like how does he perform under pressure? Well, he obviously works a lot on performance, you know, type drills rather than technical type drills. And that's what helps you execute under pressure. So, you know, he's doing – his coach is a performance coach. No one, like, congratulated a golf instructor. It was a performance coach. And so, Scott Fawcett, the uh, decade golf guy, has been around him. And he was saying he is the most, like, mature, high golf IQ of any person he's seen at that age. Has so, to be. I mean, at 23 to hit that shot. Because I, I could only imagine that I get nervous with – my buddies, on a, <laughs> a Sunday afternoon, just trying to hit the first drive on the first tee. And then in the, in the final round of a major to hit that shot, no one hit it that well the whole weekend. No one did. Maybe Justin Thomas had a similar shot, but he missed the putt for eagle. To make mm-hmm. an eagle on the final Sunday in a major is, is phenomenal. To shoot 64 <laughs> in a major on Sunday is amazing. Okay. I think, we, Tiger, I think Tiger did that at uh, – when Brooks won 2018 PGA? Yeah, he didn't did. Tiger shoot like 64, but Brooks, but Brooks won. Well, yeah. Brooks played well, yeah. Yeah. So here's my question, and we had this question on the pod before. Now that we've got Taylor here, I want to get her opinion. Next five years, who are you taking? Let's, let's, Morikawa's up there, Matt Wolf's up there, Victor Hovland's up there, and let's throw in another guy that probably um, we know he's got the ability, he just hasn't won as much yet. Um, let's throw back in Jordan Spieth. Oh, you just you just totally disregarded Scotty Scheffler when he, he had didn't, a he didn't on, win. No, no, he's twenty four. Doesn't but he didn't win. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? He did not Jordan win in there. Jordan's like a seasoned vet with three major wins. That's why we got to throw him back in. So, but Scotty Scheffler could be up there too. I mean, he only has one less win than Matt, Matt Wolf. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's one win. <laughs> I'm I'm but, going with Matt. I'm going with Matt I'm, Wolf. Just, okay, just, because, yeah. just because he every, he almost has everything kind of going against him. Everybody can't stand his swing. Everybody talks about his swing. And you just want the best for him. He obviously is very different in golf. It's not a cookie cutter swing that everyone is so used to. And I I think he's got it in him. I think he's gonna win and I want him to. And he shot sixty five. Coming yeah, down the stretch he, on Sunday looked, also. If he would have made some putts, he would have been right in there. Yeah, because yeah. he had an eagle putt on 10. Mm-hmm. Um, he had but a, that, That's what it comes down to to win is putting. I mean, to get yourself in contention, ball striking. I mean, off the tee, approach shots are all pretty damn good at. But putting, that's where, what it comes down to. Morikawa made putts. They didn't. Right. To me, I still got to go with Morikawa. Like, I, I'm going with Matt Wolf. <laughs> I agree. And I'm going to go out and people can hate me too. But I think more people should swing like Matt Wolf. So what? Go with that. I, I kind of, I kind of agree. Why should you? To the ex- not to the no, extent he's, he's of just his ex- swing. He's just an extreme exaggeration, Brian. You know when I talk about yes, safe yes. positions, positions it's easier to swing from, so it doesn't require mm-hmm. as much timing of your hands. He does yeah. it, and he's just in a very exaggerated version. But he's got that swag. I mean, us California yep. guys, you and know, we just it. naturally have it, you know. And, <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, chicks are all over us, but we learn how to manage that. So, I mean, he's got that all managed. And he's got, you know, George Genkis, who he, you know, I've been around him, Chris Como a lot. And they're both pretty genius. But George is a mastermind of, like, biomechanics and how to use your body. That's why Matt Wolf became Matt Wolf. He showed up at 12 years old a little league baseball stud and he just refined it slightly 
to make it match up to be consistent and he's powerful and no if he would have went to a cookie cutter pga professional out of the shop he would have never been right. matt wolf same with rory same with dj because the pga golf instruction model they didn't know what they were talking about and now everyone thinks it's weird and it's not weird they just have the facts now of how the body should work for to prevent less injuries but to also optimize distance and accuracy people used to say don't sacrifice accuracy for distance well you're not going to hit it far or straight if you don't swing correctly if you turn correctly you're going to have less twist in the club face and you're going to be using your body the big muscles it's more powerful they go together and that's the big misconception in golf instruction so no. yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree and i think if maybe he would have went to a another golf instructor they would have tried to completely change his swing mm -hmm. change his grip change what he did with his foot everything and i think that it was a perfect matchup because i've all i, I have a strong grip and every instructor that sees me is always like, oh my gosh, you need to change that. It's visually disgusting. I don't like it. You're obviously going to hook the ball. And I'm like, well, I actually square up pretty nicely. If you kind of slow down some of my videos, it works for my personal swing. So yeah. that's kind of why I like well, you so much just because of how different it is. Well, and that's where like I, I tell instructors, I was actually doing a training for new, a uh, couple new instructors I have yesterday, but like fundamentals is just a baseline, but everybody's built differently. Everyone has a different mm -hmm. style of how they swing. And that's mm -hmm. why I really like David Adele because he's good friends with Mike Adams and this grip, uh, you bring up the grip, they invented this grip. Uh, it's like you put your, your, your club face against it. Then you take your grip and you push to see if the face is opening or closing. So like if I get a fundamental grip, my hands hang like this, right? So if I get under mm -hmm. like this, I'm really going to want to do this. So why would I want a fundamental grip? I'd want to get it more where it naturally hangs so that I'm not wanting to force it down. But, you know, the, the average golf instructor that doesn't have, and I'm not bashing people that, you know, are, you know, good players. I'm saying you have to have good experiences around like George Gankis type people, Chris Gumbo type people to learn that kind of stuff. And not everybody has that opportunity, but I mean, they need to do a lot of research to find that kind of stuff because not everybody should go to fundamentals. You should just use it as a baseline. If we don't know what straight is, then we wouldn't know left from right. So that's you just use it as a guide. You don't get everybody in that, you know, basic fundamental position. No, that, that makes, makes complete sense. sense. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, both of y'all, and that's why it's good to do the podcast this way because you all both said similar things with, a different perspective and that and that's mm -hmm. and that's kind of what we want people to think that you know not only we're gonna have some fun but at the same time we're, we're called the performance group podcast because we want you to perform better like that that makes right. a difference so kind of keep that in mind as well all right before we close out the pga championship and go um into the Wyndham, <clears throat> i got a, i got a few takeaways that i i saw i don't know if tony finau is ever gonna win uh, a major or a big golf tournament. That there, there's something there. On he's only Sunday. thirty, isn't he? Thirty, yeah, thirty-two. But, but I think he's pretty you know, young. Yeah. At some point, His that gets in your head, man. Be 35, 38. It gets in your head, though, man. When you when you're in the, it, he's been in the it, penultimate it pairing the or the final pairing every the round. Person. They're not. He's average. the. I mean, but at this point, listen. At this point. If you've he been needs in to go the, to more college performance coach, then it'll be fun. He needs he needs something because he's changed his caddy. He's um 
he's you know he's worked with a new agent he started new club like he's doing all these things to try he's to make changing changes. everything and it's not yielding the results and wins well i mean he he doesn't even have the new caddy yet boyd summerhead his golf instructor has been catting for him and he's telling him to shut up and just carry the clubs <laughs> yeah. so i mean he doesn't have his new he doesn't have a biggest big sample size yet of what he's gonna go with uh caddy wise uh golf it, I mean, his ball striking, he's not going to be changing a coach, I don't think. I mean, if he does, I would disagree because his ball striking is not the reason. I think it's it's got to be his putting. I mean, I, I saw a couple putts, and Peretti down the street here makes his putter, and maybe we could get him on the podcast because yeah, he's definitely. a cool guy, but and he knows him pretty well because he's always putted with the Peretti. But I know it's like he's using a claw, and he just, like, decelerates sometimes. Like, he whiffs it a little bit through impact, I noticed. And I, when I was with Adele, because of the way my hands hang, he's like, you're perfect for a claw, but I can't, like, control it. Like, I don't know. I need my right hand. I'm so right-side dominant to, like, yeah. have more yeah. of a grasp of the club, you know? And but, then what happened to Brooks? I mean, you know, Taylor's oh. um, favorite athlete. We needed athlete. a dose of reality. Hold on, hold on. We got it. We're, got it. we're throwing this to Taylor because this is her favorite athlete. She put up this um, tweet of him winking and all that good stuff on oh, her gosh. Twitter. I saw Wait, it. Whoa, I, whoa. I saw the tweet. On Bryson? It, no, on Brooks. Brooks. I saw it. You you posted a tweet. LeBron, LeBron's favorite athlete we, is Bryson. No, my favorite okay. athlete is um, Harold Varner III. And, Are we um, saying golf athlete? Or golf athlete. athlete. Yeah, we're talking about golf. Okay. So her favorite golf is Brooks Kepka. She put um, tweets of him winking and all that good stuff. So defend <laughs> your man right now. You need to defend your man. No, to defend him. Why did Brooks play I, bad on Sunday? <laughs> uh, kind of like how I feel like I've said in the last two podcasts, he is cocky enough to be confident, yeah. and it did not work this time. He was just straight cocky. He decided to come in, and he made some comments that he should have just kept to himself, and yeah, Rory defended Rory everybody, yeah. and and was like, I mean, I don't even really know anybody on the leaderboard. Does that even really really matter, other than like one person, which is Dustin Johnson? And everyone's like, well, then you got to be kidding he, me. He's buddies with DJ, and he works out like it's his workout partner and everything, or I don't know if it still is, but he was like, uh, well, I mean, D I've won four. DJ only has one, so yeah. Like... Why? Why, even, say, why even yeah. say that? <laughs> is Brooks like, he, he also, but Rory is like, yeah, he also has 22 PGA Tour wins. So Brooks is seven. So yeah. right, yeah. like like <laughs> yeah. Brooks. Brooks is a great player, and I wish if he didn't open his mouth sometimes, um, he could probably get things done. But I think it caught up. I think, to him I think and people I, have I, to open their mouth though. <laughs> he has to. But, but, but I think if he would have just literally, he needs better media coaching. A hundred percent, hundred percent. He needs to have a good talking to and been like, look, if you can just go perform and show us what you can do on the course and before you obviously are going to talk something and then you go play and you're what, four over? What was it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Three, come on. I think, or four, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he said 70, 74 um, on the Sunday of a major when he was only two back at the start of the day. Yeah. I, I, mean, that's, I, I, that's I think he right needs there. to go – practice a little more scotty scheffler beat him on sunday at a major uh, we're not talking about scotty Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right and, and then um before we close out um we do want to um salute daniel kang for what i watched um some of this as well was probably the greatest comeback that most people haven't really talked about down four 
mm-hmm. with five holes to play and wins the tournament from okay. Lydia Ko. I mean, who's great who's comeback? Okay, let's define uh, yeah. a great comeback. That's a comeback. Did she, did she come and win the tournament on eighteen? Or no, Lydia double bogey. She double bogey. But it doesn't matter. You were still she four made a down par on a par five. To win and the you're the still four down, and you come back and win I, the I, tournament. But that's not like one of the greatest. I mean, that like, is good. She would still about? whip you. Yeah. <laughs> we both played at Pepperdine. <laughs> Go away. What? <laughs> Oh, you didn't know she played at Pepperdine? She and did play at Pepperdine. What? And she I hope they don't listen to our podcast. So I had a business professor, and I was redshirting because I, I had the driver yips. But he loved golf. And we had uh, Catherine Kirk, who's won on the LPGA Tour, like three times. He's like, I want you guys to play a match. Like, if she was the number one ranked college player in the country, and I had the driver yips and was redshirting. And I was like, I don't want to do that. This is going to be embarrassing. He's like, come on. Like, she'll play the whites. You play the back tees. Who won? Oh, my God. His, his, his this. other claim to fame. <laughs> was Danielle Kang number one in the country? Chris, uh, Catherine Kirk was. You, look, you can't. You you, can't she be, won't whoop me. Yeah, she no. won't. She would, no. Any, she anyway, besides the point. <laughs> but you but know yes, who would whoop she, her is her boyfriend. That's sure. back-to-back tournaments that she's she, won. Yeah, she won back-to-back. No, I, I like her. I like her game. She's really good. Back to back, she might be able to be LeBron, but I don't know. <laughs> and she's <laughs> an even better person. I sat in on a um, panel out in um, Carlsbad, California, at an Adidas event, and she is so laid back, so sweet, so level headed, and just a freaking awesome golfer. So, yeah, so congrats to her. Wait, for sure. yeah, wait, what congrats about Michelle Wee on the broadcast? How'd you feel about that? that that's you were see, look at him, look at him with ahead. the great. No, look at him with the great no, segue. No, we could go. Out. I'm making sure we <laughs> get that in. He, he made a great segue. So commentators who were previous athletes was a topic we want to get into. So Michelle Wee um, jumped in the booth for the LPGA event. We had Phil Mickelson jump in the booth for the PGA Tour event. And then just in general, across sports, ex-athletes tend to be, to me, probably the best commentators when it comes to what's really going on on the yep. course or on the field or on the court. How, how do you think um, – I think I think we did great. I mean, considering the fact that I wish she was still playing because I know she's gotten married, had a kid. You know, she's went through the transition of not being in the pro – she was hurt for a while. But I wish she was still playing because, to me, watching Michelle Wee as like a 14-, 15-year-old outdrive the men at events was crazy. Oh, you know? Yeah. And, and now being in the booth, I kind of get – some nostalgia thinking you really should be out there playing. Phil, on the other hand, I think Phil needs to go straight to the booth. He's not winning any more golf tournaments. All he, he does hey, he got second at the no, World Golf Championship. Man, all he does is hit driver as far as he can and try to hit wedges. He hits bombs. Okay. Bombs. Yes, bombs. But he, but he still he can't catch the young guys. So. No, no he, he, he's always hit it far. I mean, it's just these guys hit it farther now. He just needs to But he's to really fun booth. to watch. He he's is. Really he's fun really to fun to watch. watch. He's really fun to even watch exactly like in the booth. It was fun to listen to him and Nick kind of go back and forth a little bit. The thing with Phil. Yeah, but the thing filter. with Nick is he can't take any criticism he cannot. himself. That he was cannot. the best part. <laughs> That's the best part. I know, but part. he's like getting offended and, oh, come on. <laughs> and, and that reminds me of like Charles Barkley too. You know, in basketball, all the NBA players hate Charles Barkley because he tells the He's like, no, you suck, Dwight Howard, or you're this, um, LeBron. And, and you know, you got to so remember. So are you a fan of 
you're a fan of Johnny Miller then? No, see, Johnny Miller's a little different to me. Him him and um Noblo, sometimes their criticism is not realistic. Oh, I like Noblo. I like Frank. Maybe because his name's Frank. I like the name Frank. <laughs> what, is, what is it with you? My, my firstborn is going to be named Frank if I have a firstborn. What? Where did this devolve to now? <laughs> right. What? Get, oh, I went into the shadows. Here. You know what? There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get right into the Wyndham. I got some matchups for you. You all haven't seen this, but on um, Golf Channel, they have what they call a predictor app. You can sign up if, and man, they need to sponsor us someday because I'm giving them some free press. But anyway, the winner can get $50,000 if you get the matchups correctly and the winner of the tournament and the correct score. So we're going to do this today as a podcast, and I'll put this in the video where people see what we select as well. So your first matchup, who they consider to be the favorite in Greensboro this week is Tommy Fleetwood. But they've got him matched up against Sergio Garcia. Who would you they pick? They like in that, that cardigan. Fleetwood. Yeah, that cardigan. <laughs> Fleetwood. Okay. Jordan Spieth versus Patrick Reed. Reed. What? Oh, we got we okay, we got a difference. All right. So Taylor, why do you say that? I'm not going off personality, I'm going off uh, performance. <laughs> Taylor, what do you I, think? I th- I think Jordan, just because he's a little bit younger. And I think he has more. It's 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 his time. I mean, he hasn't had really it's anything going for him. It, yeah, he had hasn't really time. had uh, like a year, like a couple <laughs> Three years majors. ago. <laughs> Three majors. Like, it, but it, but it's been a long he's time. He's got to come maybe back. I yeah, feel he's like, got to come back and get something together. Yeah, yeah. and I maybe I feel like it's been a while just because you know golf really hasn't happened right now very much. But I I think Jordan needs to be in there. Okay, so we got we got some difference of opinion there. Brent Snedeker. And Webb Simpson. Ooh. Webb hasn't been playing good the last few events, though. I'm, I'm going to go with Brent. That's going to be a tough one there. Okay, we'll come back to that one. Brooks versus Brendan Todd. Brooks. I Brendan think Todd. Todd. Todd's been playing great. Brooks doesn't care about regular events, Taylor. But he needs he to care about this one. He needs to care about this one, though, because of the playoffs. Yeah, he's still kind of he? like he's like one twenty fifth, so he's still not in that range where he needs to be to make it to um, Atlanta. <laughs> I so, have I have to stay with Brooks. Okay, Paul Casey and Justin Rose. Oh, that's a good one. I like Paul Rose. Casey. What? Y'all, neither. <laughs> I get to break the tie again. Um, We're just not there. I well, think, we'll see after this week. Will you keep track for us? Yeah, I will. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit this. I, I'm going to go with Rose, I think. Ooh. I'm going to go with Rose. Rose, I just think, is more consistently week in, week out. Paul Casey's But Casey good. just finished second, but, though. He yeah, but he's going to be worn out from all that mental exhaustion down the stretch, grinding. Maybe. Oh he might be right, you know. I hope not. Okay. And then the, then the old guys, Jim Furyk and Davis Love. Both champion tours players now. They're going to play in the Wyndham. Furyk just won, didn't he? He did just win on the champions, yep. Uh, Where is it? Is Wyndham at Kuala No, it's, it's um, at – hold on. Greensboro, maybe. Yeah, it's in Greensboro. I'm going to take Love. He's Love. from uh, North Carolina. Okay, what do you think, Taylor? It's going to be long, too. I, I think Furyk. Man, y'all are both – y'all are all – this was supposed to be agreeing. Now I got to go back and think about it. All right, now winners. <laughs> This is who they con- this is who they consider to be the contenders. Fleetwood, Spieth, 
Reed, Kepka, Simpson, Todd, and JT Poston. That's who they say the contenders are. Would you Is this pick where any JT of those Poston won last year? Or two years ago. Stay that one more time. Who are they? You have Fleetwood, Spieth, Reed, Kepka, Rose, Simpson, Todd, Poston. So I don't think Fleetwood has Fleetwood won over in the U.S. yet. I don't think he has. But I'm going to go with him. This could be his first one because okay. he won like ten times in Europe. I think. Okay, Taylor. Any of those names stick out to you? <laughs> or you could take the field. Or you could take the I, field. I want. Jordan oh, I'll take to win. the field. I'll take the field. And you think Jordan? Yeah. You think Jordan? I, will win I this like one? I like Brooks, but I I'm kind of giving up on him a little bit, sadly. So I'm going to try to go with Jordan. I'll okay. take the field. So I'll, when I submit this, because this, this podcast will also go up, this will go up on Thursday. So I'll okay. have our picks, and we can just say they're group picks. I'll go back and listen to what we said, and I'll submit this for us as well. So we should be good on there. So before we wrap up, there's a few things I want to touch base on. Did y'all notice the close during the uh, PGA Championship? What, what, is, what is Nike doing? Are they trying to be I, hippies right now? Is I, the... I think they're trying to be really hip. I, I mean, I do. I think it's the COVID tie dye fad right now that they're still trying to like hold on to, and they're bringing it up for. I must have missed that fad. I mean, uh, mind you, I've, I've got on a hot pink shirt right now, so I really can't talk. Hey, I'm wearing <laughs> but, my gray but it's and not tie dye. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I wear I, white, I, gray, and black. So that's all I, I have. I have tie dye stuff, but I'm also, you know, a girl in my twenties. I'm not on yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, no, we're old men. You see how she just tried to rub that in? Um, I'm a girl in my twenties with these old guys. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, just saying. No, but well, so, I mean, it's they're the group. They're the, they're the they're the company called Bad Birdie Golf. Yep. Have you? Okay, their shirts are cool. They were on Shark Tank. Oh, they were. I, I didn't know that. But have you? They, they're so. Is golf changing? Is it becoming less? And this may be the word, the wrong word. Less proper. Like you can yeah. almost I show think up to it's a been that way a long. I mean, remember Ricky Puma made them those freaking scrunchy ankle pant things, MC Hammer pants. Joggers. Joggers. Back <laughs> in our day, Brian, we call them MC Hammer pants. Oh I used to ask him for Christmas every year, my birthday and Christmas. <laughs> the, I, I have like 50 pair. Those things are awesome. Well, back in 1989, I was, <laughs> I was, I had like 12 pairs. Yeah, my, my favorite. You weren't even born in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> my, my favorite is the shoes. Um, I'm a big Jordan guy. Um, yeah, I like the shoes. The the Jordan Golf brand being in golf. Um, Steph Curry, you know, Under Armour is about to release his um, brand. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also like the um, <clears throat> what? What's the? I can't think of their name. Um, they were the first to start the creative like shirts. Um, ah, that's gonna bother me. That's what your, are some of the Travis Matthews? Travis Matthew. Yes. There we go. I, I really like their. Um, so, like, the the big brands, like your Nike, et cetera. Oh, I, I got one. What about the mezzanine brand with Phil Mickelson wearing the button-downs? Yeah, I would never wear a button-down shirt to go. I love those button-down shirts, but Phil just can't. They can't pull mm-hmm. that off. Yeah, you, it's, and it's terrible. way too hot. If you live in Oklahoma or well, Texas, they're thin. It's too hot. They're real thin, though. I mean, they are good material, but they just look 
I don't know. And what's what's up with Tommy wearing cardigans? I mean, well, that was real. Tommy but it, but it's had cold. on a cardigan. I didn't see but it. it's co- and it's cold in San Francisco, though. It but is it, cold. W- but it's golf. Why are you wearing, like, I feel like a pullover, maybe, or like a jacket. But it was kind of more like a, I think I'm going to go to dinner later. I'm going to try to look nice, and I might not change clothes. Do they wear, wear the cardigans? Outfit. Well, do they wear cardigans? In, where is he from? Where's Fleetwood from? Uh, England. England. Is that yeah. is that a, is that an England look? Is that an English gentleman golf look? Is it, it COVID? Is it a COVID look? <laughs> no, the COVID look is the mask. That. The the <laughs> like the the tiger um, Gaither with the yep. oh yeah yeah that's, I, that's, I like the, look that. that that's the look now. That's the look now. Right. Um, I, yeah, I do I, like the tie dye though. I just think it's um it it might have its phase and then hopefully kind of phase out again. Oh, I apologize. I didn't even know what a cardigan was. I had to Google it just now. I was thinking it was like a like a scarf kind of bigger thing, but no. Please don't shop for your girlfriend. Please don't. <laughs> I don't. I get he, gift cards. He shouldn't stop for, shop for himself if he doesn't know what a cardigan is. I mean, like, oh my. I don't honest. stop for myself. All I get is whenever I can get free golf stuff, I do. That's pretty much what I wear. All right, and then so, my mom gets me clothes for my birthday. Oh, my so. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> now, Taylor's tips. Now, I want to throw out – I'm not giving your tip, Taylor, but I want to get your response to what I read here recently. In mm-hmm. watching the LPGA telecast, I can't remember who said it, but one of the commentators were like, men would do themselves a favor, amateur golfers, mind you, not the pros, mm-hmm. to model their tempo and their swing positions off of the women LPGA swings. And I wanted to get y'all thoughts. So this is something you all haven't maybe heard. I just recently heard it during this telecast. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it makes sense because I will never be able to swing a club like Dustin Johnson, ever. That's just not right. how I'm set up. But I might be able to swing it at a similar speed. and pay, Well, I swing a little harder. But, the, but most people might be able to swing it at a pace of a – Lydia Ko or Daniel Kang or um, any of the other great players who are on the LPJ. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, Taylor, as we kind of talk about the tips. Yeah. Well, they have a beautiful, slow, smooth swing, and it's they're not trying to kill the ball. They're not trying to help the ball in the air. It's just the ball gets in the way, and it's just a beautiful swing. As I mean, I, I don't know really how else to put it other than that because it's so fun to watch. Like, and when you watch a guy, all he's doing is trying to kill the ball. He's going to hit it as hard as he possibly can, and it's going to go as far as he possibly can. But I think the girls kind of have it figured out on tour with it's going to go just as far. All you have to do is let the ball get in the way and just make a smooth swing. And um, also, too, I think I'm lucky enough, or I'm a girl on the podcast, and I'm kind of bringing you guys down here a little bit, where girls have a chest, you guys do not. We swing differently. We have. Have to you seen of... Breon's chest? I think I have a chest as well. I, I mean, knew let's... that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> but I'm just saying, just saying. like you, ha- you have to yeah. swing a certain way and kind of get around <clears throat> things where yeah. Yeah. it's going to have to be a lot smoother. And if we get aggressive enough, it just isn't going to work for us. So I think it would help a guy to kind of take those tips as well. So I like what you said. Uh, I like what you said at the end. Uh, well, and in the middle, where you said 
the ball gets in the way. You swing. I think the guys do that as well. So I don't think they're hitting at the ball. Um, but I have Lydia Coe's swing here. It's 2017, and it's hard for me to kind of slow-mo because it's on YouTube. But um, Dustin Johnson swings at 125 miles an hour. Does it look like he's swinging out of control? No, no, no but we're because talking like sequence. amateur. Oh, amateurs, guys or girls, though. I mean, what you have to be aggressive with is your body turn, and you have to be real right. passive with your arms and your upper body. So if you – and, like, you have to swing around your chest in the women's game. I agree, like, when the club is in front of you, you have a better mm -hmm. chance to save it, like, subconsciously, too, where people right. always want to hit a hook, but they get it stuck behind them. Then they got to flip it. But it's so impossible I agree to hit that. that way. Yeah. But the the tempo, I mean, I think is obviously that, that fixes a lot of swing flaws. If you mm -hmm. have good tempo, like Phil Mickelson, perfect example, has a ton of swing flaws, but his timing is so good through tempo and repetition that he is a Hall of Famer. So, Right. But for the average player, I think it's just in a, a girl, well, girl's mindset also, I want to hit this ball. I want it to go as far as it possibly can go. And in my head, I think I need to kill it. So I'm going to hit and swing as hard as I possibly can. When that's but are you, are you using it. your arms to hit it as hard as you can or are you using your turn? Well, that's too. If a average golfer isn't really sure, he's never had they lessons. Don't know how to she's turn, never yeah. had lessons. Right. It, there's a whole bunch of different factors in it too. Where I think this kind of comes in with um, girls need to get lessons from other girls so they can understand a different body type. I understand they have. Can't. I understand they have chest muscles. Why? What else? Like, what else do you want me to know? Hey, yeah, I've I had would more say... success with girls than I've had with boys because they're more coachable. Boys That's are always true. like trying to yeah, prove themselves. True. Yeah, because we think we know everything too. So I would, yeah, I, we I would do, say though, a, I mean, a good swing good. to look at for women's golf. Um, and she was winning crazy like five, 10 years ago. Her name is MB Park, um, South Korean player. She had got you to realize she in the is world. her driver 190 yards. It, but, but her swing though is she is iron Byron like when tempo? it comes to. Yeah, like tempo, tempo and fairways. I will she, say their tempo is really good. Yeah, she mm -hmm. never she never missed fairways. Now she hasn't been winning here recently, but it's a real good swing to kind of look at just to see positions, tempo, um, and, and she hits the ball in the fairway pretty much every time. And, and in also general, makes every putt too. Yeah, I mean putting does help, of course, but in general, and like Jordan Spieth every year, the the <laughs> women's game. <laughs> the women's game, they're going to hit the fairways more often than the men do. Uh, well, I mean, when it goes shorter, it goes shorter offline. Not, not necessarily. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah, just – Yeah, it does. No, you can't oh. say that because yeah, you have the ability a, to miss fairways. That is a fact. If, I mean, if you're hitting you, just 130 you, miles – drive a car at 60 miles an hour and 130 miles an hour, what's easier to control? No, not necessarily control, though, because you've got some women who can ratchet up the speed, too. They hit the fairway a, a bit more than they do in the Do you have the game. stats? I will pull it up. So for next pod, I'll pull like that up. Like you have Lexi Thompson, who yeah. just can just bomb her driver. She hits a yeah. lot of fairways, I mean, too. Yeah. yeah so, Michelle, I mean, we bombed it, too. She, when she DJ was, hits she, a lot. Of, Rory, see if anyone hits like Rory. Rory okay, I will. I, so I'll do a comparison. That, that'll that be a good thing for us to look at over the next pod. So any anything before we close this bad boy out? Um, we've got the Wyndham coming up. Um 
Taylor, I know you've got an event that you're going to um, play in. JJ, any a golf events you've got um, happening here over the next couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, actually, next Monday, Tuesday, we have our fourth section event. So I got a, but my neck's been bothering me, so I'm slowly, I got to work on my chipping and putting. Understand? He already has excuses. <laughs> no, I don't, but I, oh, you want to hear something, so. We have a world-long drive on our TrackMan simulator now, and I was going trying to prove my manhood to a couple guys. Oh, gosh. And I got this, like, sharp pain, and I found out I have two discs that are herniated, Brian, not just one, in my neck. Because of you trying to show up the long drive guy? No, it's just a a game. I was showing up uh, a student and another instructor. (laughs) And then the next day, it really hurt. But I didn't know I had two discs. I thought it was just one. But that's not an excuse. I'm still going to win, Taylor, so it doesn't matter. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll, I'll be in Minneapolis. If Carlos if Carlos has an off day, because no one can beat him. <laughs> Go but, ahead, Taylor. I'll be in Minneapolis. I'm going to a golf tournament for Crohn's disease, so nice. I'll be excited to talk to you guys about it when I Take get Take your mosquito spray. It's nice weather, nice. lots of mosquitoes. Oh, no. I don't want to hear yeah, that. I, really. I heard it was like 85 degrees and beautiful. Yeah, and mosquitoes, too. <laughs> It's not a perfect world. It's just a nice. That, the world. next podcast, I'm going to be, you know, I know you will be moving around. She'll look like she has a chicken pot. No, don't worry, guys. It's just mosquitoes. Well, this has been um, episode. We appreciate. Well, first, let me say, and I should have said this at the beginning. Thank you for um, listeners, um, followers, subscribers. Um, we appreciate you all as we continue to attempt to grow the um, podcast. We have an Instagram now. It's at golf underscore pod. You cannot forget that. At golf underscore pod. Um, we'll be posting more content um, there as we go along. Not only will you get clips from the, um, the episode, but also just information about our day. We might even get a few swings from Taylor while she's in um, Minnesota or um, mm-hmm. JJ during his sectional or me when I'm out um, playing terrible as usual or the anxiety that <laughs> I have on game. a Sunday. Um, during a, a major when I didn't bet Colin Morikawa after the 15 events that I did every time. <laughs> and then also um, the Golf Performance Group webpage has our YouTube clips of the full video. So be sure to check that out. We're on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pocket Cast, any of your favorite streaming services you can find us. So we appreciate you all listening as we continue to grow um, the podcast. So um, anything else before we get out of here? I'm going to do a comparison. Bro, what girl swing do you guys really like? Let's use the, t- the, the two-time winner. Let's use Daniel Let's Kang, Kang, Lexi, and Corda. So I know one thing. Kang, I watched her. It was on Instagram. She's working with Butch. She was doing – she was trying to go as hard as she could. Well, we're gonna wa- well, you're going to do a comparison. So we'll, we'll right. know for sure. So, Taylor, anything before we get out of here? <clears throat> Um, I, I think JJ kind of stole the show. I'm going to just, you know, let, let him have all that. <laughs> I, I mean, to, I can't help to... it. <laughs> this, has been episode, this has been episode 24. <laughs> We're out.